Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. I'm still here. I'm um, here. Okay, we are live, ladies. Or we're not live, but we are recording. And I would just okay. like to do a quick intro and let everybody know, uh, Lorraine, you're here too as well. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, my name is Stacy Webb. Welcome to Block Talk Radio, ladies. We know each other very well. We've been working on the Goins book for, what, three years? Really? Uh, two at least. <laughs> at least. And recently we all made our annual, what's become an annual trip to Nacogdoches um, and met to consult one another about the book. And, um, of course, anybody doing research on the Goins family already knows that there is, Plenty of disabilities and many, 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 they were prolific, seriously. And, um, you know, repetitive names, intertribal marriages between our families over 400 years. We discovered um, through DNA testing that um, certain of our families that we always thought were one red bone family, uh, from Louisiana and also the Jeremiah Goins, the William Goins line in Louisiana and the Jeremiah Goins line into uh, South Texas, which Gabe writes about in the book, and he pretty much had a, a great handle on his family. Um, so his is done, and he passed away, unfortunately, but we do have his work, and it will be included. The book is up to... Almost a thousand pages without the pictures yet, and so I, we we made a you know an executive decision to split the book in two because also the DNA findings have helped us out with this. So today, um, also don't forget, Pony Hill has also written a chapter in this book, and it's wonderful. We've included the Revolutionary War Goinses from South Carolina who came in out of Virginia 
and then um, those South Carolina um, goances obviously dispersed through places like Randolph County, North Carolina, uh, Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi Territory, Natchez District, Louisiana, early arrivals in Louisiana. In fact, I think John Goins, we have some documents that I believe from the Library of Congress that puts him in as one of the earliest ones. Now, the Drake family, of course, was already there. The Drake family settled very early to Atacapa um, region, and but we're not going to talk about the Drakes today because uh, now Gabe does include the Drakes because, of course, Jeremiah married Serafina Drake. And so he will talk about that. But us girls are here today, um, Marilyn Baguette, Kobliaka, um, Lorraine Lovey-Brown, um, Marilyn is from the William Goings, the indentured servant. I believe he came out of Charles City, Virginia, about 1715, 1725 period. I, I could be wrong on the period, and Marilyn and I have not discussed that, so that is not anything, but I believe he's the one that was in Charles City, Virginia, but then the reason that I believe that is because of all the other families that were also there. We're, we're uh, Maryland's here representing that. William Moses Goins and James Goings line, and Miss mm, Lovey um, is here, and I am here. Our samples, like Maryland and Jeremiah Gabe Hart, uh, Gary Gabe Hart's line, they match 100% perfect. Why? DNA. This is a question that's been coming up over and over and over and over again. When we when we're talking about DNA matches with these families, we are not talking about um, these new Jed matches and all of this. All we worked from was raw Y DNA, male DNA, and empty DNA, raw. MTDNA. These would be perfect Y male line DNA matches for one another. Is the we we I've just been doing this. Um, the line that that went into Louisiana, um, William Moses and um, Jeremiah, who came into Texas, Philip is Philip's line is actually who it is. Uh, Philip and Audie Montreux or Monroe, we're not sure. Um, a Gary gave hearts. Now they were perfect Y DNA matches for one another, and then we had an extra humongous headache surprise, which I've loved it. It's been um, one of these love hate relationships with these DNA Y matches because Lovey's family, who was named in the William Goins. Junior of Nacogdoches estate records, Oscar and Hadley, their line or Oscar, or I believe it's all. I believe your your, I believe your your grandfather was Oscar or not Oscar Simon. Lovey, why don't you correct right. me? Whenever I make those big mistakes. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, my grandfather was William Simon Goins, and they called him Will Goins, so I, you'll hear both of them out of me. <laughs> absolutely, and we will absolutely go into that also if we have time today, um, the situation with we realized that your Simon could not have been the Simeon, I believe his name was Simeon, um, that was named in William Goins of Nacogdoches' estate because he was too too young, um, or he was not born yet. And so we'll talk about that in a minute. But while we're here today, uh, this has been a nightmare for Lovey and I and to the frustration of Miss Marilyn because now we're trying to separate these families out that we were always trying to push together. We just thought they were the same family. Um, we matched 100% Y DNA male surname line from the G-O-Y-N-E-S or E-N-S, and they went by Goins and Goins later on, G-O-N-E-S, G-O-I-N-S, that. But we matched the Powells. We matched who were, who were Osceola's descendants. We matched the Richard Sweat line. He came also into Louisiana, and all of these families are actually red bone and or, um, you know, associated lines. We've matched the Warwick family, who are Lumbee Indians, but that they ended up in Arkansas with Chief Bulls people, and so um, they, we, we kind of know where that happened. And then the Williams line of Louisiana, they came into Louisiana from Georgia, and uh, some of them, then they went into Illinois, and then they even went up into Tennessee. I mean, those Williams were everywhere. And then they show up in East Texas or in what was Mexico at that time, um, about 1821 to 1823. Somewhere in there we see them in the first uh, Mexican census, um, along with William Goins, Jr. of Nacogdoches. And then my line, which was, or our line, a line that we share together, and we're going to talk about this line today, is um, the old Thomas Goins line. And then, by the way, we did also match the Perkins line, uh, Richard Perkins line, uh, who was the old Jock and Jock Perkins line. We matched them one genetic distance, which means that all of these men came from one man. Perkins' line was probably a brother or a nephew and, a, you know, like this kind of line that separated, but that they were the exact line. But because they separated, they had different mothers. They're going to be a genetic distance from us. And so um, uh, the Perkins have a, a fairly well-documented, and we're going to work on a Perkins book soon, too. So as soon as we get this big um, deal done, uh, we've got to work on the Perkins book. This book is going, uh, there's going to be two books. We split them in half. We're, we're waiting currently for DNA, Y DNA testing of the Gibson going line. He ended up at, uh, they were Lakota Sioux. Uh, they were born out in Wyoming. Um, I believe that they were part of the Jim Bridger group, 
And what I'm understanding from the Jim Bridger group was that they were removed, most of those men, all of that group of men were, were supposedly removed during Indian removals, and they kept going. When they got to Tahlequah, Oklahoma, they just kept going. And they were the first ones, you know, out there to settle, you know, right where the Oregon Trail comes through. Um, they settled on some really, really rough area of Wyoming. I, li- I happened to live there for about 10 or 12 years. Um, it was about 16 miles from where I lived in Greenwater, or I lived in Sweetwater County, um, Wyoming. Um, the sweet grasses ran out, um, though we do have a lot of good documentation on their settlement there. And they, these men were mountain men, and they were all married to uh, Indian women and mixed blood women. And uh, we know this, they've been well recorded, people visited them. Um, they were the only trading post uh, anywhere around for a million, zillion miles. I mean, it's just nothing out there. Um, so uh, whenever the sweet grasses um, ended, a lot of those families, and, and I do want to add that it is documented that the men at uh, Fort Bridger, Wyoming, uh, absolutely had multiple wives. And so this has made it quite difficult for us because um, Gibson, these these children of Gibsons that ended up at Pine Ridge um, at South Dakota with the Sioux, um, Marvin Goins' line, uh, which was Gibson Goins' line, uh, they they ended up out there. And so uh, they went into Canada for a while, and then they came out of Canada. And they were in Missouri. They were in Illinois with our people, too. Um, we do see the, um, the surname, um, and I don't, I'm, it's a French surname, and I hate to ruin it for anybody because, but it's spelled B-R-A-U-E-X, I believe, or something like that, and we'll have some details about it in That's the book. Bro. Yes, bro. 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 Okay, thank you. Um, that surname actually, um, Jenny Lone Wolf, who was the wife of Frank, or I'm sorry, was the wife of the Nelson, right, Marilyn? Oh, okay, yeah, Julia. You talking about Julia? Julia's mother, uh, Jenny Lone Wolf. Or, or, oh. Oh. Yeah, Yellow Elk, Jenny Yellow Elk. That's it. Okay, now see, her mother was, and her family were actually down there, and I've got found some documents not long, well before I came to Texas, where our goings are with that family in Illinois. They're enumerated out there. And so I think they, these guys were mountains, and, and they had been trappers and Indian traders. And they, and one of the Williams men who matched our line, in one of the Texas, um, book online, you know, uh, they talk about this William Williams that traveled, he's traveled like 5,000 miles in like three years. Um, So this guy was going all the way up into Canada and all the way back down. He also tried to get, um, maybe it was Leonardo, 
and William because they were taken hostage by the Fox Indians, I believe, and they were held for a number of years, but they left with their life and they spoke. uh, They were very interesting characters, but either Leonardo, who went by Goins interchangeably with Williams, um, he also um, tried to get, he ran across uh, Cynthia Ann Parker, uh, who was taken by uh, Kawana Parker and, um, or excuse me, Nakona Pita Parker, and he tried to convince her to come back to Texas with him, but she refused. Um, but he did stay with her for uh, several months, and uh, while uh, Nakona Pita and his men were out uh, hunting, and he tried to convince her to bring her children and come back with him, but she wouldn't. Um, so these are very interesting characters who also went by the G-O-Y-N-E-S or E-N-S name um, in Texas as well. And there's Leonardo is also, um, he is also in his estate records is mentioned as a free man of color. And then we have Tabil who went over into Louis Tabil and his John Williams and Oscar. Um, they all went to Louisiana, and um, I think Choctaw Bill was, his name was William also, and he's got a big, uh, nice, uh, they put up a big marker there in, I believe it's Tangaboo Parish for him, and that line was a match to us as well. But today we are here to talk about the Nancy Johnson Goins lawsuit out of Liberty, Liberty County, Texas, which is also called Ironwood, and then it was now it was something else, and now it, it was Ironwood, and then maybe it was Liberty, maybe it was Liberty. I can't remember, but now it's Clark, Texas. And so we all got the opportunity, me and Marilyn and um, Lovey and Miss um, Donna Webb last I didn't know if she wanted to join us today or not. Well, I, I was thinking about that because, you know, she did lose a family, and her mother uh, it was taken to the ER in an ambulance, so I haven't heard anything more about that. Wow. So she probably wow. wouldn't be able to come, get, come on here. Well, that's too bad. I'm sorry to miss her. Maybe she, we can catch her the next time. So we, we went to Liberty, and um, we, we, we found a lawsuit which had been documented in the going foundation and paperwork, but we really got those actual documents, and we discovered a lot, and Lovey had um, several documents, but there was 97 heirs named uh, for uh, Nancy Johnson's estate of a league in labor, and this was a really late lawsuit. It was 1937, and she died in um, about, about 1840 in Hardin County. And uh, which Liberty and Hardin, her land sat partially on Hardin County and partially in Liberty County once the county lines were divided. And so she, we we got to go to the field cemetery down there. Now Ironwood is is extremely interesting place. Number one, because this is where the Baratarian men settled. Okay, uh, John Cherry, John Aaron Cherry. 
who um, was the lead Baratarian men, he led all the Baratarian men. And he was a very strange character. He came out of Ohio. And he, he documented maybe he went through um, Indiana for a little while, but his name is Cherry, C-H-E-R-R-Y. But he, some of the older records, I see him as Chari, C-H-A-R-R-I-E-N-Y. And so you'll see it several different ways. Um, but he had an uncle who served in the Revolutionary War, and he is not to be, who was also a John Aaron Cherry, who is not to be confused with him, but he is very often confused with him. This guy was quite a character, and but his son married Nan, one of the either Nancy Johnson and Thomas's daughter, and Nancy Johnson, and we're going to introduce John Gomes because in my family, you can look at all of our old documents. Every one of them. We never, never knew we came from Tom. We we thought we came from John Goins. But we thought the father of John Goins was Thomas. Okay? And so we were always very, very when when I met up with all the red bones in Louisiana and they're like, Oh no, you know, here's this will and Miss Lovey, you brought the wheel forward. I don't know how many years it's been, 25 years ago. But it, it's, it's been so confusing. Uh, but we're starting to kind of pull this together, and that's where we're at on the Goins book. We've, we've been working diligently to figure out who are all of these 97 heirs and, and their line. And so where we're at is that we're still at Thomas, and Nancy and John and Nancy. And we're, we're beginning to divide down the children. And so what we know is in 1826 in Lafayette Parish, Thomas Gowen had a estate that was probated. And in that estate, there are children named. Besides his wife, there are his children are listed. And these are the children that are, are given. And if you're familiar, which there's a lot of descendants, but we just never can find any to help us out here. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so Nancy Johnson is named his, his Nancy Cohen, his widow, is named. And then the first child named is Annie, A-N-N-Y, Cohen. And G-O-W-E-N-S, but regardless of spelling. And she all um, he was a slave trader. Um, he was a slave owner, and he did trade slaves, and uh, we can't help that. And uh, our barbarian men uh, bought slaves by pound from Pierre uh, Jean and Pierre Lafitte, and we moved them through the back door, and this went on for um uh, Many, many decades between the pirates, Blackbeard. I'm finding some stuff with Blackbeard right now with um, Tom Kingery. This guy is, is just loaded with great info. He is going to join us uh, in Louisiana in November. He is going to come. and uh, But his families are all very parallel to ours. And then another very interesting twist in there is that um, he found all of these robins 
and all of these, all of his dancer family line mixed up with Blackbeard. And then we know that the Bartim and Colin pegs, which we're pretty confident we go back to on Maryland's female line, which was the G-O-I-N-G-S line. Um, this is this is thing, um, you know, Navarre or Colin of Artemis later on, and Spanish Peg show up in show up in Tennessee from the Carolina coast with lots and lots and lots of money, and they buy all that property. I can't even remember how much they bought, and they pay cash, and very very mysterious. All of his um. Um, if you watch the movie um, Melungeon Voices, you will hear um, one of the Gibsons, uh, or maybe he was a Mullins uh, there, um, a Shep, Shep, I'm sorry, Shep. Um, you will, he talks about, oh, well, I think my grandpa was just a pirate, you know, uh, along the coast, and he come in here, you know, but this this is all very interesting that um we also have legend on uh, on the Natchez Trace about the chick the Redbone Cave full of gold. You know, we got old Saul Mullins, which we know that Bartiman and all of them maybe Spanish Peg was one of his daughters. Um, you know, he had those guys were counterfeit and, and they had gold. They had this this stash of, of, of really, really pure, and they said it was Spanish gold, um, you know, and they were paying for stuff, and they were, these were some big guys, you know, and so um, anybody who's a little squeamish about your ancestors' past need not come and look here, because um, we absolutely are finding that these guys were um, not only rough pioneers and characters, but they were pirates that land and sea, Um they did, you know, move from the Baratarian Island over to Galveston, and then we pick up even some more history there with um, Lorraine's family ending up owning most of or all of Galveston Island. But Annie is the first child married, or I mean, Annie is the first child named in the 1826 uh, estate records of Thomas. Uh, uh, Goins, and um, she was given a slave, and and I'm sure other things. I, I don't know, um, but Annie was born. Let me see if anybody's got that in front of them. Annie was born about 1802, so um, she uh, and she married who? She she married. Um, let's see. She married a white. Uh, I think his name was John White. I see. And um, then her daughter, uh, let's see. Okay. Okay, and now this is the question. This is what we're we're beginning to figure out, is that some of these children that are named in Thomas's estate in Louisiana in 1826 are not also named in Nancy Johnson's estate or any of their children, which, later on in Texas, and so we're kind of figuring out that these two lines, that Nancy Johnson was probably married to two Goins men, 
And that uh, absolutely could be, you know, a, a fact. Um, now, Annie, are we finding any of her children in the 97 heirs? Uh, I haven't seen any. That, I mean, I haven't really actually had any jump out and get me, but I haven't. I don't recall seeing any listed in there. And but um, I, I was wrong. Annie Goins married William White, and they had a daughter named Elmira White. And then she married a Campbell, but I can't find his first name. And they had a daughter named Elizabeth Campbell. Then she married um, Joseph Greer. Okay, their names. They're named in Nancy's too. The Greers are. We know she's a daughter of Nancy and Thomas then, and she was born in 1802. All right, and then what's the next one named in his estate? Uh, how to close out a program. You have it. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I have totally lost the internet connection, so I can't even look at my, you know, my tree or anything right now. Right. Or I would be more help. Right. Okay. Annie and Joseph Greer had a daughter named Sarah and a son named Alexander and a John W. Greer. And I believe. I'm not sure. I'm not positive. I I believe that some of those are listed in in the airship, but like I said, I'm not positive, so I I hate to say it. Yeah, any any group is any group is okay. But what I wanted to know was who was the next child because it, I would say they listed them in order of birth year, don't you? The next child after Annie was uh, Our, Sarah, wasn't she? Number three is Araminta. Okay, now I've got 1805. 1805, that would make sense. Okay, now she married, go ahead, Miss Loving. Araminta married Alexander Buxton, who was married to Mary Louise Drake in Louisiana. And she, I, I guess she thought he was named in Thomas and Nancy's estate, right? 
Well, Araminta is the only thing I've actually found on Araminta is where it says that Nancy Goins died in her daughter's house, and her daughter was Araminta Buxton. I don't think I've seen her name on a list anywhere in there. But her 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 heirs are listed in Nancy's estate. Right, her heirs are listed in Nancy's estate. I determined that she's Nancy's daughter, correct? Right. And 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 she's mentioned in Thomas's, so we know she's the daughter of Thomas and of Armin or and of Nancy. Okay, now Sarah Sally, or excuse me, Stephen is next. So we got Annie is number one, Armenta is number two, and number three is Stephen. Oh my aching back, Stephen. <laughs> Naughty enough. I mean, come on now. This guy is crazy because Marilyn's got this family is crazy. <laughs> um, Stephen Goins is number three. And what's his estimated birth year, Miss Marilyn, if you know? Okay, now I've got Stephen B. of 1796. Yeah, okay, 1796. Okay, that makes sense. So just hold that thought. Now, he's mentioned in Thomas's estate, right? But, right. But he was born before Thomas and Nancy got married. Oh, wait a second. Just just give me a second. Stephen Bridge okay. is not, none of his heirs are mentioned in Nancy's estate. The only heirs that are mentioned of his are children of Adeline, who was the sister of Nancy, and that was the only way they inherited. So the Stephen Breckenridge, born in 1796, was obviously from another mother. Okay? Okay. So Edith Ida and Stephen B. Adeline obviously married Stephen B. late to help him raise those kids. Because, but he's not Nancy's. He's Thomas's. So there's no Nancy. He, none of his heirs are listed. But the only way Adeline, the second wife that thought we came from, the only way that her kids were able to inherit was because she produced evidence or the heirs produced evidence that that came from Nancy Johnson or from Adeline Sampson, her sister was Nancy Johnson. None of those kids okay. are next So that Stephen needs to be removed from uh, the G-O-I-N-E-S line, put with the G-O-I-N-G-S line, which is what they thought all along anyway. This is what they knew all along. <laughs> okay. So the Stephen that married Edith Ida does not belong to Nancy. He's got a different mother. That's right. Oh, who's Thomas? Thomas is still his father. Yep. And that's why he's named in the will. Okay, now, then Edith Ida died, and he wound up marrying his stepmother's sister. That's what you're saying? That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. Obviously, had children that went by going. So I don't know if she was married to a going. But we always said she. We thought she was a Samson, 
So um, what I'm saying is, is, is she was actually a Johnson, and she obviously was um, Nancy's sister. And so was she married? She must have been married to a Samson. Okay. But children go by going. Well, maybe she had those two children with him. And that was Tex Annabelle and um, Lisa Ann. Okay, now they're, they are the children of Ernestine or Amistine. No, um, Texana Bell Duty and Letha Ann Parker. Oh, you were daughters of Adeline Sampson Goins. Okay, then what somebody do? Mix them up with the Ernestine to sober with Stephen Ada? I don't see an Ernestine on here at all in the document. Yeah, I, I wish I could bring my stuff up, but my, somehow another my internet's went totally crazy. Right. Um, Okay, now, Steve and Edith Ida has a girl named Ernestine. Then, if you go over to the next census in 1860, okay, here's what I've got. I've got it right here on the paper. Uh, Edith Ida's children, Levi, Addison, Emily, Ernestine, Steve, Louisa, Alfred, Mary, and Jean. Then with Adeline, I have Thomas, Turner, Emily, Hetty. Now, people who took this Hetty and Ernestine and made them the same person, whether they are or not, I do not know, but, you know, that's... Now, Hetty or Ernestine, if they're not the same person, this Ernestine or Anastine is who married the, um, just a minute, I'm trying to think of what his name is. I mean, um, it's a Perkins, isn't it? Yep. Okay. And her, children, her children is uh, Texanabelle and Lisa? Okay, no. From the affidavit that we got from William Duty um, years ago, you know, trying to figure this out, but he couldn't, and he, I'm sure he's passed away. I, I don't want to kill off somebody who's not passed away, but I've tried to email him several, several times, and I knew he was in really bad health. What this document says is that Adeline Gowen had four children. Annabelle, Lisa Ann, Harvey, and William, I think Washington was his middle name. She had okay. friends, okay? They were... No, no, I'm sorry. Adeline only had two daughters. Scratch that. Adeline only had two daughters. Adeline only had two daughters. Annabelle. And Lisa Ann. Texana Bell married a duty. And Lisa Ann married a Palmer. Okay. And that's it. That's all it says. It doesn't, there's no um, 
It says Harvey Duty and William Duty were the sons of Texana Bell, which was the daughter of Adeline. And then Amy Stein Singleton was the daughter of Texana Bell. And then Ruby McLean was the daughter of Annie Gresham Jones. Annie Bell Gresham was the daughter of Texana Bell. And Annie Gresham Jones was the daughter of Texana Bell. You see, there were two Annies. One was Annie Bell, or excuse me, and and one one was Annie and one was Annie Bell. That's kind of confusing right there. But you've got three. <laughs> There's only two daughters listed under Adeline that inherited from Nancy Johnson's estate. So all of those children, the Ernestine and the Levi and uh. You know them well better than I do. Yeah. Well, I know that none of Levi's people is in there because I just checked them out here just the last couple of nights. Because right. I've got a real good line on Levi and his children and their children and all that. None of them is ever. Uh, and, and, so, and they live over in Texas part of the time, too, so it's not like that they were not told about it, you know, to, to not get in on it. Now, it's, I, I want to change it just for just a second here because I have, I've been having this question on my mind. Okay. The Sam, the Sam Bowens yeah. that is coming up and inheriting off of Nancy, yeah. would he be the brother of her husband that's not Thomas? I mean, we're going to assume it's John, I guess. But. It have to be Thomas. Um, well... No, now wait a second. That's a good freaking question, Missy Foo Foo. Oh, you rotten child. That is a freaking <laughs> question. <laughs> but they, we got all this list of heirs, and they all go back to the Samuel. And I'm like, why did he even get in on it? Because same way Adeline got in. Same way, Adeline, same way Adeline got Adeline got in on it. Adeline only got in on it because she was the sister of Nancy. And and so when when we're saying that Samuel, um, he was born in Tennessee, mm-hmm. 1916. He's a, I don't know how the heck this happened, but anyway. Um, that's what I'm wondering is, it's because, okay, now none of Thomas's people, wait. No, we said some of Thomas's kids in there in the song, weren't they? Same See, why is, um, yeah, we got to figure out why some of them is in and some of them aren't. And then here comes this brother-in-law. Let me derive that, because we're digressing here. <laughs> and it's so easy to do set of people. That's their middle name, digression. <laughs> <laughs> about Samuel in a minute because I need to establish on these children we've gotten this far. We, Annie was a child of Thomas and Nancy. Araminta was a child of Thomas and Nancy. Sarah Sally or excuse me, Stephen B was the son of Thomas but not Nancy Johnson. 
No. Okay. He, he was not the son of Nancy. I mean, we just, uh, that's obvious. And he's an earlier birth. We think he's probably somebody else's. He may be the old Stephen that y'all come from, see? Okay. Yeah. So then we've got um, the, the fourth child listed in Thomas. Thomas is a say is Sally. Okay. Sally married uh, Miss Lorraine. You know her details better than I do, I think. Um, I was just looking for something else. You have to catch me off guard. Thank you. I'm so sorry <laughs> you're with me because this has really gotten tricky. Um, between these generations, obviously, she was married to two Goins men. And some of the kids are his and hers, and some of them are his, and some of them are hers. And so uh, because the families are so intertwined and married, uh, that we obviously, but uh, I can pull this down. Um, Annie's next, and then Thomas would be last. Um, but we'll talk about, um, let's talk about Sarah for a second. Let's determine whether she was both children. Okay, she is, She was Thomas's daughter, for sure, because she's in his estate. And right, and she was, actually, she was the... Um, second oldest child. She was older than um, Annie. She was born in 1800. Okay. Uh, yep, that's right. Okay, so she was born 1800. I bet you were going to find out she's... Okay, and she married Fields. And right. the Fields are not named, are they? No. They are not. She is not Nancy Johnson's. Okay, so she must be Thomas's daughter, but by a different lot. Okay, she married Isaiah Fields, who was the brother of Chief Fields. The Fields family go back long, long time with our families or with Marilyn, with your families. Okay, so when we talk about Thomas line, this is your line. This is the the Louisiana Goins, obviously, line. And then John, with Mary Nancy Johnson, obviously is the, um, the a different line. But, okay, so Isaiah Fields, she married Isaiah Fields, and none of her. Now, Nancy, the only, the only mention of Nancy Johnson's estate with the Fields was that her, Isaiah, was her executor. Okay. Right. So he was the executor of her will, and that's why he turned all of the land over. Remember in that first document that you found, Lovey, um, and we'll talk about it in a minute, where Isaiah Fields just gives all the land to, I think it was Thomas. Tom. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and see, I wondered why he didn't retain any of that land because that was his stepmother-in-law. It wasn't his wife's mother. It was his wife's stepmother. Okay, so um, Sarah Sally is not Nancy Johnson. She is somebody else's probably the same as. um, Okay, now we got Thomas is next. 
Um, we got Annie we covered, Araminta we covered, Stephen we covered, we've covered Sarah Sally, and now number five is Thomas. Okay, and so Thomas, young Thomas, is obviously both of their children um, because he is um, named in Thomas's estate and he's also named, and he wasn't born until 1820. And so we know that, you know, he uh, must have been uh, Thomas N. So uh, Thomas was Nancy Johnson Goins, Goins and Thomas's son, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're good on that. Thomas, I believe, and I'm going to say this, there was, when when we doused that cemetery up there, and Marilyn, you and I were standing outside that fence just a little ways, right behind Isaiah and uh, and Sarah. Okay, mm-hmm. right behind them was those two, those two. Uh, what we thought was two more burials. I believe that's Nancy Johnson, and I believe the other one is Tom. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, the son. You talking about Thomas the son? Yes. Because old Thomas died in Louisiana, so you're talking about the younger Thomas. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the old Tom that was listed in. Uh, well, he was the one that was listed in Nancy Johnson's estate and Thomas's estate. Okay, so that's that Thomas and Nancy. And that one that we tried to call Thomas D for some reason. You talking about the one that we always call Thomas D? Yeah, even though we don't know that his name was D. Yeah, we do have stuff that says Thomas D in the Texas. In oh, where, okay. uh, with the Drakes, they listed Thomas D and Thomas D Jr. Okay. All right. So, but now, are we seeing any of his kids? I don't know who he married. Uh, do you? I don't know who he's married to either. Because I apologize for that. Rebecca, the Thomas that married Rebecca and uh, Harriet is none of their. I don't see any of their their kids mentioned in Nancy Johnson's because I look for them too, and I've not seen any of them. Right. That's the reason why we had we had decided that that Steve and Thomas over there in their head was a different set of people, I had thought. At one time we had thought, no, nope, that can't be, you right. know, because they're over there with the their head people. Right. And that Thomas winds up going into Texas, and I guess Rebecca, you know, I guess Rebecca died and he married Harriet. But, I mean, we know that that's the same person because I can track his kids leaving Louisiana and going over and being with him and Harriet. Right. You know, some of, his, you know, some of, his, some of his and Rebecca's kids actually came to Texas and lived with Thomas and Harriet after they were grown. Right. I think oh. I that too. Now, they had children, Marion Barnes, Washington, Thomas F., Catherine, Henry, William, John, 
Alfred and James. And what was the last one? James, little Jim. And yeah, Alfred, okay. Alfred was called Pete. Um, so, um, and I, I have some extensive notes, too, you know, that I've probably gotten from you guys over there in, in Louisiana on, no, I'm trying to see who did they marry. No, I don't have any info on them. I just got the kids off the census. I don't know if that Thomas D is Nancy's because she, he's, his, her, his descendants are not named. But there is a Tom that's buried there in Liberty or that died there in Liberty. Yeah. We're going to have to look at One of the theories I've heard for why she got such a large amount of land is because uh, she got uh, the Thomases, too, because he had fought in the revolution and then maybe he died some way, and she wound up getting his, too, as part of hers. Now, have you heard that before? Yeah, I well, heard young, young Thomas didn't get any land for fighting in, for the Texas Revolution. That's right. But it, but his mother did, and right. so did his father. No, I'm sorry. That's not right. Uh, that is Tom. That is young Thomas D. that got land. Because we've got his, we've got his, he didn't have any children, obviously. There's no children named on his. We we sent off and got his will. Okay, well, do we know when he died? Yeah, he died in 1872 in Liberty County, Texas. Wasn't it, um, wasn't it the young Thomas who fought at Nacogdoches in that little scrimmage? scrimmage there and, and he didn't get any land and he he and the Drake boys didn't get any land and they went back to Louisiana? Well, supposedly they didn't get any land just like Nancy didn't get any land until after she was dead. Mm-hmm. Then when they left, they may have thought they weren't going to get nothing. And then later on they did. Let me let me look through my papers. Y'all go ahead and, and discuss uh, just for a second. Let me, let me turn on a little bit of music. Let's take just a little break and let me find that paperwork on Thomas um, because I did, like I said, send away and get his. And um, you guys go ahead and talk away. I, whenever if you need a break, we'll take a break. We have 120 minutes and we've got uh, we've got girls who've only got like a one more hour on this, so. Um, I'm wise whenever you're working on the going, family. I'm telling you. Lord have mercy. Okay, I think I found it. Um, All right, Lorraine, did you make notes on who was Thomas and Nancy's and who was somebody else and Nancy's uh, kids? Because I didn't get to get all those down real quick, so could you run over that with me again real quick while she's looking? Yeah, the one she said. Um, she said Stephen and Sarah were not uh, Nancy's, okay. and Stephen. apparently the rest of them are. Okay, just a minute though. So Stephen and Stephen and who? Annie, Sarah. Sarah. Okay, so that is Nancy's children, but not Thomas's. No, is that, that what you're saying? That is Thomas's children, but not Nancy's. 
Oh, okay. All right. Let me cross Nancy out there. Okay, Stephen and Taylor belongs to Thomas. Now, who belongs to Nancy? Um, who, okay, Araminta. Okay. A- Annie. And Thomas. Okay, but now Thomas belongs to Thomas, too? Right, because he's just, okay, so, they, right. they were saying he was a junior, but we haven't found anything that says that old Thomas was a senior. Oh, you mean young Thomas was a junior? Young Tom, that's what I said, young Thomas. We have heard it that young Thomas was a junior, but we have yeah. not found anything that said... Old Thomas was senior. Oh, okay. And young Thomas's name was Thomas D. And we think Thomas's name was just Thomas. Okay. All right. So we've got Thomas and Nancy. Wait, no. Just Thomas has Stephen and Sarah. Right. But, well, now Araminta was named in that wheel. Yeah, Araminta. Was was and her some of her heirs were named in it. I don't think Araminta herself was named. But no, I'm they, talking about the original Thomas of Louisiana's will. Oh yeah, 1826. The, yeah, the father, the old Thomas. Yeah, she was named in his will. Right. So that's she's going to be his daughter. Yeah, she she was his daughter and Nancy's daughter. Okay. Because what we've got here is a yours, man, and our situation, right? Right. That's we what it sounds kids. like. He had kids, she had kids, and they had kids. Right. Okay. Well, that's what I'm trying to get divided up with you know, which one is yours and which one is mine and which one is ours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, girlfriend. The more we talk, the more stirred up and mistaken and... Un- not understanding, I get. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So saying here is is that Thomas. There may have been two Thomases. There may have been a Thomas they called Tom, and then a Thomas D, who was obviously the son of Thomas and Na- uh, Thomas, but not Nancy. Okay. Because then we got Tom T O M. Who was na- a brother of William, and who else? Who else is named on that thing? See, Are you talking that. about the Tom and Hadley and Fortin and yes. Bray and? Yes. Okay. Let me. I, I can't find that paper. Let me pull it up on my computer. I, I've got it scanned. Um, hold on. I don't know check and see if my family's on the internet because I'm telling you it just keeps bouncing right off. Take your breath and then we'll get right back on this. Right? Okay, well, I'm, I'm, it won't stay on for a second before I get kicked off. I swear I'm going to have to move to town <laughs> just to get in on this. This is just giving me fits. If I could just bring up some of this stuff and look at it, it would help me clarify this in my head. 
Because I'll tell you something, when we all start talking, it just gets more twisted and turned for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm one of these people, i got to see it right down in front of me to get it understood. And right now my head's just turning. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is just really messing me up because I'm sitting here looking at Adeline's kids and Ida's kids, and I'm just messed up right now. I'm just really messed up. Um, Well, I have taken good notes. I have taken good notes, too, so maybe I will, if I can scan them all, if you need them, and and then that might help. Um, I think I found, um, thought I did, okay. Here it is. Tom Goins. This is his um, paperwork for the state. Yes, it was. And it says, um, uh, this was where the field turned over all the land to Tom. Okay, T O M. And then I'm trying to find that original paper that Lovey had. Goodness sakes. Everything. And I just had it. I looked at it today because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to update my, and that's, It's, it's the one that says William and Tom, um, Hadley, and and then it names under William. It names all of my and Lovey's um, people, you know, underneath that. You know which one I'm talking about. Mhm. I have it here somewhere, and I have just cannot find it. Cannot locate it. Hold on. That's the dang and girls, by the way, I have not sent off the Nacogdoches yet for all of those I, I, you know, whenever I went to Nacogdoches or when we all went met Nacogdoches, we went down and we I went down to the courthouse to try to get copies of everything that they have of William Goins Junior of Nacogdoches. And when I got to going through them and through those I could not find them. They were not in the book. And so I have like seven that I couldn't find. And so I uh, decided that I was going to write to the clerk and um, ask them to look for them, you see. And then they wouldn't see that they were missing or not. And so that's going to be quite a bit of money. And so I was going to pay for half of them this month and maybe half of them towards the end of the month, about the time we'll be getting, um, about the time we'll be getting, hopefully be getting Marvin Goins' uh, DNA, you know, report. Um, Because they saved a week, but you know what? Uh, It has never been that fast for me. It's, I mean, I think um, I think a Talmadge's 
DNA took like what three months. It was awful. So um, it's grueling uh, wait, uh, but I absolutely don't believe that it'll be done in a month. But anyway, um, that's what we're gonna we're gonna plan for a month and uh, prepare that we'll probably have a little more time. But I would like to get um, the final paperwork in on that. I've got to have copies of those. And so um, we'll just get those done. <laughs> and I still can't find that paper. No, it's I, one I hope I can because but remember two of my basket files of, of my papers disappeared. Well, no, well, I've got it. I just, for some reason, it's eluding me. I'm still looking. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm still <laughs> Now, we you have still Frank. We haven't talked about Frank, but Frank is a little bit of a mysterious character, okay? He is associated with the Gibson Goins line, but I came and he claimed that he was a brother of Thomas, just like Samuel did. Okay. So, see, there's another one. Now we can go up a generation, you know, back to Thomas. Thomas obviously had a brother, Samuel, and a brother, Frank. Okay, um, so so that's Thomas that died in 1926. Yes, uh-huh. Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. And then what's the third one? Frank. Frank. Oh, Frank. Okay. Samuel and William Goins Jr. of Nacogdoches, I believe, was his brother too, and I believe they were all the sons of William Goins Sr. in Illinois. The one that got his ears chopped off. Yeah. Because they said he didn't need them. He wouldn't listen. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's something else. Poor thing. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, that later on, those, that one of them brothers stayed around there, I guess, and, and they ended up having a gang. Um, William Goins Sr. was kind of running these boys and they had a gang I guess out there in Illinois and they were bushwhacking people on the trail and the white guys came in and told them you know you ain't the law and you know vigilantes whatever and they told them you know we're not going to put up with that or what have you and uh, they tied them all to trees and whooped them and Junior, uh, William Nacogdoches Jr., obviously um, split, and uh, so does William Williams and Leonardo Williams and old Thomas Williams um, split and go to Texas, or they go to Arkansas, kind of mess around. But old man stayed, and they came back and cut his ears off and said, well, you know, you don't need them. Just won't listen. Let me see what file this is. I'm still hunting. 
in Louisiana. Yes. Okay, so it must be the sun. Now, this this the only the only reason I believe that this is ours is because Nancy Johnson got one. There's one for Nancy Gowan, a free woman of color, and mm-hmm. the one for John J. Gowan, who also went to Texas and also claimed on Nancy Johnson's estate. Okay, oh, so wow. right. And so uh, I thought that was interesting that they were likely. And also William Goins Jr. So just it said he had one about the same time period. So I'm thinking that these these people probably had to go back to where they were from or where they were known or born and get mm-hmm. free papers. So uh, I'm I'm believing that that Thomas D that I've always kept that in my database because I found them all together. There was Thomas and Nancy, and then we John Jay that we found in Nancy's estate later on. He had one too that Cindy Goins Holsher produced as evidence for William Goins Jr. of Nacogdoches which I don't know how she ever got away with that because it had nothing to do with William Goins Jr. of Nacogdoches. But it was said that William Goins Jr. of Nacogdoches also had papers, but I've never seen them. Yeah. So um, it, it, they may have had to go back and prove, you know, that they were free people of color or what have you, and uh, we just uh not putting it together. So what we have established was, let me just go over this really quick because um, let me see if I can find this. Um, I don't know I'll transcribe it. Um, let's go over real quick. Annie is the first child listed in Thomas' estate in 1826. She was born in 1802, and she is obviously the daughter of Thomas and Nancy. Then we got Araminta, Araminta, born 1805, and she is obviously the daughter of Thomas and Nancy. Okay. And the third child is Stephen B., born in 1796, the child of Thomas, but he is not the child of Nancy. Okay. And then we've got, um, that's it. No, Sarah. Oh, Sarah. I'm sorry. Fourth child was Sarah. Sarah was also the daughter of Thomas and not Nancy. Okay. So Thomas has got two kids of his, Stephen and Sarah. Yeah. And then Thomas and Nancy have Annie, Araminta, and Thomas. Yep. Okay. Yep. So we need to go back to North Carolina and look for a Thomas with two children, huh? No, I wouldn't say North Carolina, and I'll tell you why. Uh, these people are obviously nomadic. On um, uh, Just on Samuel's 
which I just had him reviewed. Let me find him really quick. Which would have been the brother. We have an affidavit that says Samuel was the brother of Thomas and that he should inherit from Nancy Johnson's estate because, which I don't get either, but anyway, whatever. Um, the same as Adeline got from her estate because she was simply the sister. Um, so, um, but Samuel is very curious. Samuel is born in Tennessee. Frank, Frank is born in Iowa or Illinois. Okay, so I think William Sr. Oh, me. We're going to have to work on that, girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. But we do have this squared away from this lawsuit. The children of Thomas, there were children of Thomas and children of Thomas, and it is hers and hers. And they all kind of straightened it out a little bit for us through the um, through this lawsuit, you know, and through that estate. We've been actually very fortunate, girls. It could have been a lot worse than it is. I have a real strong suspicion that uh, uh, these men had more than one wife, and they could have been subsequent, you know, they could have been collateral. I don't know how to say that. Um, I'm not putting it past them um, because we already know Osceola, I've confirmed like six wives on Osceola. Um, William, who married Adeline, obviously had a house full of kids, or I mean, William. I'm sorry, you married Delia. Oh, me. And William was obviously the son of Nancy, but not Thomas. Okay, so Delia Nash, you married William Gowens and had all the William boys, was obviously the son of Nancy and John Gowens and not Nancy and Thomas. Okay, now, the Edith Ida marriage record, we looked at that, and did we decide, decide if that was John or if that was Thomas somewhere? I mean, in the written, in, in, the, in the books, the Abair books, it's listed as John. Hold on just a second, I'll tell you. It surprised me, actually, what it said. I, I had forgotten. Um, okay, it says, Go and Jenny married 12 March 1814 to Jordan Perkins at Opelisa Courthouse. Then it says, Go and Stephen of South Carolina was the son of John and Nancy Johnson. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought that they had him attributed as John. Right. And Stephen saying over here, Stephen is not mentioned in Nancy Johnson's stuff. Not that Stephen. You see me? See, he's yeah. 
Stephen was the son of John and Nancy Johnson. See, I really wish that I could have gotten James Way pinned down on why he says that there was a Nancy and John and a Nancy and Thomas, and that it was two different Nancys. Okay? Because well, he's always said that, but I, I've never been able to get him to show me what makes him so sure of that. Yeah, I'm not sure see that peeking through too to be honest with you um, that uh, that Stephen that married I mean that Stephen that married Edith Ida it, it's kind of coming out that for me anyway I'm starting to see that John and Nancy Johnson was an older generation perhaps and maybe the Nancy Johnson that we're attributing to Thomas old Thomas is not a Johnson because Adeline, who was her sister, was not. She was a Samson. I'm almost a hundred percent positive she was a Samson. Either that, or she could have possibly been married to a Samson before she wanted to speak. Right. That's true. That's true. But if we say John and Nancy Johnson. Stephen was that married Edith Ida was their child, but he's yeah. not mentioned in her estate in Texas. Right. I can't find any of his children or descendants listed anything to do with her. Right. Right. Maybe they had an argument. And I haven't got with a few people left that I have not been able to find. Oh. Like that mini Shirley. Now, I haven't looked that much for the W.M. Horman yet or the M.C. Morgan. I have been looking for the D.C. Etheridge, and I have found a Dolly C. Etheridge, but then I can't get her back to find out who her parents are. Right. And I haven't looked for this S.E. Duncan. In fact, I have been wanting to talk to Lorraine about, Lorraine, where are you at on the list? Because I started at the bottom, so I've got... Uh, the Mosleys, the Sharps, uh, the Greens. Um, I mean, I've got all them mapped out really good. We know where they come from. They all come from the uh, the, the Samuel and that line. They, they all come from the brother-in-law or whoever he is. They don't come from any of Nancy's kids or, you know, it, it, all of those people goes back to the Andy Brinsons, and I think the Sherfields. They yeah. all go back to the Sam and Mary Ann or whatever her name was. Oh, uh, well, he had two wives, so I can't remember right now which kids was which. But they all go back to him. Okay. okay? Right. Uh, and I found the Hester Pentecost too. That was one of the. I put her up on that. Uh, on the Facebook thing that we've got where I've been putting the pictures and the lineage stuff in the uh, on our little group page there. Yeah. I've got all those people documented very well now. So we know who all of them are. The only people I have not found is this Harmon, the Morgan, the Etheridge for sure, and the Duncan. Now the Pitkin should go back to one of uh, Aramis's kids or somebody because they married some Pitkins in there somewhere. 
Right. So right. I remember seeing, you know, I remember seeing that name before. So I haven't really looked for it yet because I pretty much know that it goes to them. Right. Uh, right. But the Starks and Adams, they go back to the same. Right. All of these things go back to the Samuel. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, that's the biggest list of this part of the airship papers. The biggest list goes back to the Samuel. Okay, well, on the Pipkin, that was Serena going. Yeah, that's, I knew that was one of those, that set. I, I knew that's the reason why I haven't even spent no time on looking for them yet because I recognize that last name. And I know it comes from the Buxton, okay. the Buxton family uh, if, girl. If, if the Pipkins are listed in Nancy Johnson's estate and she was the daughter of Sarah, then that makes Sarah Nancy Johnson's too. Yes. No, 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 no. It makes it Samuel, right? The brother of Thomas. Okay, now, because it, it kind of broke up when you hear the thing. No, I was just looking at this because we have Sarah Sally as listed as the child of, of Thomas, but not the child of Nancy Johnson. Well, yeah. that can be so because. The Pipkins are listed in here under Nancy Johnson's estate, so we need to scratch that girl. She was the daughter. She just would have already been dead, see? Okay. Yeah. She is the daughter. She is the daughter of Nancy Johnson, too. She, so use your notes, y'all, because I'm glad you mentioned that, Marilyn, because... Um, the Pipkins definitely are listed in there, and they are the grandchildren of Nancy Johnson. So uh, they are the children of Sarah Sally. So definitely she's in there too. So that's the fourth child. So maybe only all of his children that were listed with her. I don't know why. So the only one that was not Nancy's was who? Stephen Breckenridge. Yep. But then Stephen Breckenridge is late in that. I think he's named later on. Well, he may be, but he was um, he was born before they got married. Right. Yeah, he was born in about 1796. He may be the child of Thomas, but is. You know, these women raised other people, other husbands, you know, kids from other wives, and they just considered them their mother. And so yeah. um, I'm just wondering. Uh, but it does say Stephen was the son of John and Nancy. Well, uh, it's just confusing, girls. Stephen is a pain of my frustration. Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> he really is. That burger. But then, you know, we had William Breckenridge, you know, later on under William and Deliah. And so maybe we're, maybe he was a Stephen Breckenridge and we're kind of melting the record. But like we say, Stephen, we don't know who he married or who his children were if he's not Stephen. 
the Abear Records said he was the son of John and Nancy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, that Mary. Unless, uh, unless Thomas's name is Thomas John, you know, or John Thomas. Yeah. yeah. I have seen where people have put that together. I did. I'm, I'm guilty, but I just don't believe they're the same man, y'all. I really don't. Yeah. I think she was married to two Goinses. I think just like in the situation with Adeline and uh, Edith Ida, I think these women, you know, and that happened so much that they would just, and that's probably why the birth records on both those sisters are so wacky is because they're talking to the stepmom and not to their mom. See? Yeah. So Stephen Breckenridge, John was a very, very early settler. Thomas got land from Gibson Johnson, who was supposedly the father of Nancy Johnson. Stephen got land from Nancy Johnson. So Nancy Johnson, that Thomas and Stephen were children. Dang, it's a mess, ain't it? I don't know. And I know it. And every time we think we we've uh, you know got a, a light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> all of a sudden the tunnel just turns around on us and we're back in the dark again. I'm telling you, this has been a crazy. This has been a crazy part of the journey for me. It has. Every time somebody tries to convince me that they are the same person, then I have something else happen that convinces me back to saying no, they're two different people. Right. And then I go back to saying, okay, it is the same person, and he married these two different women. And then I go back to, no, he's not the same person. So, I mean, you know, I just don't even know how to, I mean, my brain just can't even really wrap around this anymore. Right, right. Because I think, I, you know, when you believe something, and then you change it, and then you go back to believing it, and then you change it. And then you, I mean, pretty soon you start questioning your sanity. You know, it's like, what do I believe and what do I not believe? Because we, we can't seem to find any kind of proof to prove they are the same or to prove that they're different. And I had hoped that by not finding any of Edith Ida's children on there, that that would clarify that it was two separate people because... If it was the same person, those would have been her grandkids, too. You know what I mean? As much as Adeline's children were. Right. That's what's always made me confused. It's like, well, she wouldn't have left out. I mean, that set of grandkids wouldn't have got left out just because they had a different mother. Now, if Adeline is her sister, and that is how she is getting the inherited part. Right. Doesn't have anything to do with Stephen. No. See? Whether it's the Stephen that married Edith Ida or the Stephen that she married herself. Right. If she's getting her inheritance because she was the sister, it doesn't have anything to do with who she's married to. That's right. That's right. Now, then that still goes back to this Samuel person. Why in the world does Samuel get to trip in here and start getting all of his kids this airship off of Nancy's land? Then he was just a brother. Well, here's the here's the details on Samuel, or 
called him Sam, but I have him listed as Samuel. Um, and it, he was born in 1816 in Tennessee, about 1816. They could be wrong. He died, he was in the 1870 census in Canton, Van Zandt, Texas. All right. He married... Holly Ann Wood. Yeah. And they had children, Mary E., Rebecca, James, Martha, Lucinda, and Lon Holloway was in the house, and he was a weaver born in Arkansas. Okay, Mary E. was born about 1857, so he would have been quite elderly. Do you see what I'm saying? If he was born in 1816, I mean, he was up in his 40s before these kids was born. Okay, he he was the, uh, he also married Mary Bailey um, of Hot Springs, Arkansas. But he mm-hmm. married Ann Wood in Jefferson, Alabama. His first child, Mary E., was born in Mississippi. His second child, Rebecca, was born in Arkansas. James was born in Arkansas. Martha was born in Arkansas. Lucinda was born in Texas. And she married Robert B. Gowen. Okay? She married yeah. Gowen. And then Samuel was the son of two. He was the son of the Peacock woman. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was John. Hold on, that was John W. We'll talk about and we'll talk about Robert too in a minute because he's kind of an interesting. All of his kids claim over here. Do you have a Robert under Stephen? Uh, no. No, I don't either. Okay. No. Go ahead. No, I have no Robert under either one of those mothers, either Edith, Ida, or Adeline. There is no Robert. Okay, well, um, under Samuel, with with Martha Bailey, the one that he married um, first, Mary Bailey, excuse me. Um, Mary Bailey, he married her in, um, his birth date must be wrong. Because she was born in 1801. Well, she was born in 1809 in Alabama. They got married on 4 November 1803 in Hot Springs, Arkansas. And these are their children. Okay. Talitha I. She was born in Alabama in 1839. Nancy was born about 1841 in Mississippi. Frances A., which was a female, was born about 1843 in Mississippi. Benjamin F. was born about 1847 in Mississippi. William H. H. was born about 1849 to 1850 in Mississippi. In the house, in the 1850 census, was a Catherine Gowen, born in 1836 in Tennessee. There was a Thomas next door, 
in the Beal, B-E-A-L, household. Thomas Schoen, born about 1833 in Alabama. So he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven children with Mary Bailey. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Polly Ann Wood, he married 14 October 1838. In Jefferson County, Alabama. Now, those kids must have been hers. Okay, so they have together Mary E., born 1857 in Mississippi, Rebecca, who was born about 1861 in Arkansas, James, who was born about 1862 in Arkansas. Cinda, who was born in 1866 in Texas, and she's the one that married Robert Gowen. And he mm-hmm. stayed in Nancy Johnson estate, too, you know, all of that. And yeah. then the house was the Lawn Holloway, who was a weaver born in Arkansas. He, I don't know what relation he was. But. Okay, and so that is the Sam, or Samuel, was the brother of old Tom. I'm gonna write that here. <laughs> yeah, he would have to be if he was her her brother-in-law. Yeah, right. Okay, and then the reason that we know Samuel is the brother of of, of Thomas is because of the uh, the David given by the George man. And by the way, that George man was uh, one of the head gypsy, um, he was like a, you know, royal gypsy or whatever, the Georges, G-A-O-R-G-E-S. And he said he knew the family for years and years and that um, he was a brother to old Thomas. Okay, and so then we have John M. Gowen. Now, he's one of the older ones, too. He's named in Nancy Johnson's stuff. He was born in 1811 in Columbus at Fair Bluff, Columbus, North Carolina. He died in 1864 in Sullivan, Smith County, Mississippi. He was um, he was the son of John, born in. 1780, and Mariah Jane Peacock. Now, this is the one that John M. Gowen, that Cindy Gowen-Holscher produced the affidavit of um, free papers for in Texas. Okay, and their children was Wayne, born in 1840, died in 1873, Catherine, who was born in 1841 and died in 1873. Mary, who was born in 1845 and died in 1875. Albert, born in 1846 and died in 1870. And Jesse Cluddy, born 1849 and died 1827. And Jesse Cluddy is the connection 
between Nancy Johnson's estate and this John M. Going. Okay. Uh huh. We have Lafayette, who was born in 1850 and died in 1913. And then we have Wilson Walter who was born in 1853 and died in 1911. We have Cornelia, who was born in 1855 and died in 1908. And we have an Ida, who was born in 1860. And then there's a Jesse, another Jesse listed in the household, but I don't know if that's a grandchild or something. Uh, born in 1860, know who this other Jesse is. And then uh, John M. married another woman, uh, but we don't know who she was. In a, uh, She was born in about 1861 and died in about 1867. So, um, yeah, she must have been, a, he must have been widowed later on and and that. So then we've got Robert, who a lot of us have never, uh, he married, this, this is, oh, I'm sorry, we know who he is. This this girl, or the Lucinda, that was the daughter of Samuel, yeah. married a Robert B. Goins. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Robert B. Goins was born April 1863 in Texas. He died in 1932 in Texas. He was the son of Robert Horace, who was born in 1826 in Jefferson, Arkansas. He died 14 September 1862 in Miller, Arkansas. And he married the Lucinda Lucy or Laura Gowen, daughter of James. And then they had quite a few children. And then um, she, um, his mother, Robert Gowen's mother, was a Bullard, B-U-L-L-A-R-D. And she was born uh, 8 July 1840 in Henderson, Tennessee. So Robert Horace married Marianne Ballard, and she died 18 July 1886 in Van Zant, Texas. And then they had this Robert Horace who had the child Robert, who married Robert Goins, who married same daughter Lucinda. So that kind of helps straighten that out a little, or it may confuse us more. I don't know. Um, okay, so that we're we're running out of time, ladies. Um, we've got eleven minutes, about ten something. Um, now, let's, I just want to quickly move back to Nancy Johnson because we have to establish that these children, William Goins Jr. of Nacogdoches, Hadley. Gibson, Henry, Simeon, these children 
our William Owens Jr. Nacogdoches, I believe, was a brother to Old Thomas. He would have to be a brother to Old Thomas to be Hadley and Simon Simeon's uncle. Okay? Yeah. Hadley and Simeon are named with William under Nancy's estate, but not under Thomas's estate. So we've got Hadley. Hadley. Oh, my pen is. You believe there's right in the middle of something. My pen runs out. Are you kidding me? Right? Okay, remember we have Hadley that he is. We have definite proof that he was the brother to. Um, William and um, Bray Fulton. No, uh, oh, no, 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 no. Wait a second. You're jumping down a generation, baby. Hadley, Will, and Tom are brothers, and they're sons of Nancy Johnson. Going. They are not. Children of Thomas. I know. I know. I hear that sigh. I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) But this is, now, it's William Goins of Nacogdoches was born in 1780, South Carolina. We know that old Thomas is gonna birth is gonna be around that time. You know, we said seventeen sixty eight, but he may have been a little later. I don't know. But he has a son that's born in seventeen ninety five, which is Stephen Breckenridge, who married Edith Ida. Right? No. John has a son. Stephen Breckenridge married. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a laugh or else I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I have spent sleepless nights here. Just, but let's go back over this again. So Nancy Johnson later on, there is a, a paperwork that comes out that says Hadley, Will, and Tom. Now, William is where we get the all the William boys, okay? Hadley has two daughters that I know of, um, Marlene, who went to Montana and married, married up there in the Sioux Nation. And so that brings us back, see, to the Frank. Frank... Oh, who was Frank? Who the hell was Frank? Frank was her son, too. Let me find his papers, really, if I can find his um, his family group sheet really quick because we're about to run out of time. It's going to shut us down. But um, we can start back at this point. Let's let's work on this because we only got like six minutes. Let's work on this. When can we all meet again and do this again, and we're going to pick up generation down and see if we can't figure out something, which would be Hadley, William, or Will, Tom, Frank. Uh, We need to work these guys out because I'm going to believe that we're 
We may be dealing with two Stephens, and we may be dealing with two Thomases. One from John, because they named each other for each other, and one from Thomas, but both of them from Nancy Johnson. So we're going to figure it out, girls. I just know we are. Oh, well, I, feel, I appreciate that. <laughs> I just feel like if there's something that's just, if we keep going over this, something eventually is just going to really jump out there and say, hey, here I am. I've been here all the time, and I'll just keep, you know, <laughs> overlooking this. I, I, I mean, you know, I feel that way, too. I really do. I think that we're very close. Yeah. So and it's just—it's not going to take but another clue or so to make this snap together. I, I can't lose faith in that. Absolutely. All right. So when is another good time? Because Marilyn, we kind of work around your schedule because you're such a busy gal, and so I can kind of you know do any time. Uh, we got a holiday weekend coming up. Um, but if anybody's got any extra time, let's try to set up our next. Let's move through this because this really helps being able to discuss all of this. And, yeah. and Well, now, at night time is good for me because I'm generally back home and, you know, back in my bedroom over in the evening. No matter what I've had going on that day, I'm usually home by, say, 7 o'clock in okay. the evening. Well, is anybody busy um, Saturday at 7 o'clock? I don't plan on I'm well, probably going to work two hours on Sunday, I mean, on Saturday because i got a few more hours that he'll let me work this week. Okay. And uh, tomorrow is my rainy day. I go spend tomorrow with my baby. And okay. uh, Saturday, I'm going to work for a few hours, but I should be home by, you know, I should be home and ensconced in my bedroom with my computer and my telephone. So Fabulous. we can plan. And if okay. something happens... I'll text y'all or something and let you know. But you know, right now, I told us let's plan on seven o'clock Saturday evening. Sounds super duper. I love you, ladies. I and I love you. Love you, buddy. Love you too. I love both of y'all. Even if y'all are driving me crazy. I know, but we can't help it. It's these Stevens and Thomases that are driving us crazy. <laughs> Nancy Johnson, we could just slap Nancy Johnson. <laughs> yeah. We do to have a chat with her. Definitely. <laughs> Girls, it's going to shut us down in four. I'm going to play a little bit of music on the end, and I'll talk to you guys on Saturday at 7, same time, same bat channel. Love y'all. Oh, okay. Love oh, you. Bye-bye. All right. Good night.